This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. I am the horrendously underprepared Chewburger 84, and joining me as always, getting his ball stuck in a slot machine was the reason he was leaving Las Vegas. It's Da Hooch. How are you, buddy? Oh, man, that hurt. That really hurt. I bring that up. don't get that one. <laughs> that was the Which double. Which one? The balls in a slot machine yeah. or the leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, I think both, it was double. Both, yeah. Nick Cage movie. Well, Leaving Las Vegas is the Nick Cage movie. Getting your balls stuck in a slot machine was me trying to get the word balls into Hooch's intro after what he said before we recorded. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to everyone else that's listening to this show for the very first time ever, it's unfortunate you joined us on that introduction. But (laughs) at the same time, this man calls getting an erection raising Arizona. It is Hebrew Hammer. How are you, mate? Uh, Pretty good. Apparently, I have a new name for getting an erection, so that's always fun. Oh, Jesus. He didn't Mm. get that one either. Nope. I know. That's like one of the best Nick Cage movies. Wasn't that the Academy Award? No, that was Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. No, was it Leaving Las Vegas? Okay. There's like five Uh, Nick Cage movies I've seen, so yeah. And one of them them I've walked out on, and two of them are Ghost Rider. Let me guess, it was (laughs) Ghost Rider 1 and 2, and then National Treasure 1, 2, 3. (laughs) Actually, actually, I guess guess you're right, so it's actually technically six, because I did walk out of uh, Wicker Man, so yeah. Oh, Oh, shit. So yeah, I, I don't think I would have gone to the movies to see that. I didn't even go to see Wicker Man. Wait, wait, then did, that was, wait did they yeah. have a third Ghost Rider? They actually didn't have a third Ghost Rider. No, there's there's no. obviously great reasons for that. Yeah, no, the second one was like the worst Nick. I think actually that's the reason why I never watched a Nick Cage movie again was because Ghost Rider Two was the worst thing I've ever seen by him. More importantly, boys, it is the 6th of March, which means it is the day we have all watched, theoretically, if you are listening to this point, uh, (laughs) don't if you haven't seen it yet, the WandaVision finale. Mm -hmm. It's all over now. The first Disney Plus series is out. It's done. We're going to break it down in this episode. Before we do, shameless shilling, uh, make sure if you're loving this podcast, you tell your friends about it. Make sure you go and leave your ratings and reviews over on Apple Podcasts. And uh, it'll really help us if you've got a few bucks in your pocket. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Pod. Really excited. We're going to be starting our uh, Patreon streams uh, again this week. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be playing some Jackbox stuff with everyone. Really, really excited. One division finale. It's done. General feelings before we go specific. Hooch, what'd you think? Loved it. I I think they tied everything up that I wanted to see tied up. I like the fact that they there were some red herrings in there, and it was kind of like, hey, hey, guys, guess what? Not what you think it was. So I enjoyed it, uh, and it, I'm eager for what's going to happen in the future because they left it open for two different things, like the, mm-hmm. a, a series, like Secret Invasion, and the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness setup. So I, am, oh, I think possibly three, to be honest. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, and Captain Marvel two. Oh, I get four then. <laughs> <laughs> actually maybe five you want us to include miss marvel as well oh that's right um, yeah. no, i think the fifth one is uh vision's journey i don't oh, know what they'll call it yeah okay that's true oh. yeah we'll call it uh if, if it was hebrew is going to call it he call it tunnel vision because that's what he has for that character <laughs> now nice. I, I i know i'm going to regret asking you this question hebrew mm-hmm. what did you think of the final episode uh fucking missed opportunities and deployment and disappointment. That those were like the two main things that I walked away from. All right, let, let's try and uh, actually see exactly where you're at mm-hmm. on a, on a, like a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. Where would you put the final episode of One Division? Um, oh, so not looking at the series, but just the episode. 
just this episode first. We'll talk about the series as a whole towards the end. Probably six-ish. Maybe a seven. Okay, I mean that's not as bad six, as how hot you seven. came on in. Well, because it's not with this episode specifically. It's with it's with the uh, the series altogether now. That I have my issues. Oh, okay. What yeah. do you mean? Well, do, do we should we just go ahead and dive right in then? Let's do it. We might as well. Okay, so I mean, my issue with the whole series is that there was so much more that they could have done with it. I mean, like you've seen all of the theories of what we all had. And there was a lot of chess pieces that they put in place and then they just either felt like, I don't know, they never wanted to do them in the first place. And it was all just to strangely get our hopes up of something more entertaining happening and then not making it come to fruition. Or um, they put them in place to then visit them way fucking later down the road and never acknowledge them again after they placed them on the board. Either way, not a fan of that situation. Um, And so, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of that. And then also the uh, the final fight, this this I feel like is more subjective, but I don't know if it's just because movies haven't really gotten flying great yet, but I thought the final fight between um, Wanda and Agatha was super goofy looking. Like when they were up in the air flying around in the battle, I thought that was honestly, it looked very dumb. So I uh, wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, it was also the whole like, I know how I'm going to beat her thing was the most predictable thing I've ever seen. Um, Because not only for like the obvious reasons of, we know this is going to come back to it, but they themselves kicked off the last two episodes. The first thing being shown in the last time on, on WandaVision was her with talking about the runes. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, so like we know that these are going to be important they did it for the last two episodes, and so they basically gave away well, exactly three, what was really, because the runes the were revealed in episode seven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, that was. Uh, but I mean, like specifically coming back to them, because that was just in the episode, because it happened in the episode. They specifically highlighted those points in the last time on Wandavision for the first fucking thing that showed on the uh, recap. So like, it was obviously going to come back to it. We knew at that point we needed to know this for some reason. So. Yeah, like well, yes and no. I mean, it was. I thought that scene that they were trying to set up in that last episode was more about Agatha, you know, sort of acting in that teacher's role. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, this is like a basic fact, and she's like, this is transmutation magic, and this is how you mind control people. Like all three of those things throughout the the episodes. It's just talking about the, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, what I'm saying is, talks. like, you're really mad about that. But all three of those things she spoke about, like, through various parts of the episodes, they revealed all three of those. Because the other part of that, which you don't seem as mad about, is how she was mind controlling Fietro. Well, no, mm-hmm. that that's I'm gonna get to that. The mind controlling, uh, right. The whole Fietro thing itself is a huge issue that I have with it. But the the fact that the the flashback part was literally only the witch that casts her runes can cast magic in the space like it was literally before we, before we keep line, going with this boom, i want to make boom. sure people are clear there's going to be some good shit said about this episode because i don't think i can disagree with you harder but i'll come to my point soon, <laughs> right so anyways just so people don't think this is going to be an hour of us shitting on it because it's just you yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah it's literally 2v1 here like i know both of you guys liked it um but yep. yeah for for me it was just the they literally said that specific line it wasn't anything else it was that part that they highlighted twice at the beginning of the episode so anyways it was just obvious that that was going to be the key so there was no guesswork there the whole thing looked a little goofy flying in the air whatever the mirror matches were like all right cool predictable 
Um, I did actually surprisingly like how they handled the vision fight. Um, it wasn't at all how I thought they were going to go about it, but um, they actually did a, a good job there. So I somehow ended up liking something that vision did here. Um, so that's good news. But yeah. Uh, and then I also wasn't a fan of how she just like fucking walked away at the end and no one was like, oh, we should probably do something about that woman that mind controlled an entire city. Like Fo- what were they going to do? Photon just literally. Exactly. What, what, what Photon, were they going but, to but do? Photon wasn't even concerned. She was like, yeah. All right, head out. Because she she knew Wanda was she knew it was she knew a it was an accident and b that Wanda regretted the whole thing. But it wasn't. She wasn't it wasn't an accident anymore. to a point though because she it was aware was. that she was doing it at a certain point. No, she no at the beginning Not it was an extent. accident. At later on, mm-hmm. no, no, no. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was literally actively controlling them and then sealing them up whenever they like kind of escaped her her mentality. So she knew. Ex- yeah, but in, exactly in this episode, they revealed that she didn't realize the extent of the torment that she was putting these people through. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like there was genuine shock and surprise. It was an it was an yeah, ev- that evolution matter. of that. But I mean, like uh, it shows she didn't realize that it was affecting them as badly. Like, but this uh, this is cares? the point that you're I think missing, and everyone's welcome to disagree with me because that's the nature of nerd debates. Is that this episode? Uh, well, obviously, all the supernatural stuff in there there is a massive component about grief and mental health. She is not in her right frame of mind. She lost her brother, like Mm -hmm. in the few years leading up to those events. Mm -hmm. She lost vision twice. Mm -hmm. She died and was blipped out of existence and came back to a world five years later. The day that she revived, she goes to a massive war against one of the most powerful beings in the universe um, gets knocked down to the ground by a, a fucking spaceship shooting shit at her from the sky, finds out that people have torn her boyfriend to pieces for military research. It has been a hell of a fucking two weeks. I'm not justifying her behavior, but I think that they went out of their way in a few areas to point out that, yeah, she is a completely fucked up human being that has been through a hell of a lot. What she did at the start, she did in complete ignorance. Mm -hmm. But as she started to discover the fact that what she was doing was obviously wrong and then get to the point where she she saw how much pain she was inflicting, she sacrificed everything in the world that meant everything to her. Everything that was keeping her together as a human being, she sacrificed all of it. She has now lost vision three times. Because remember, she doesn't know about the other vision. She doesn't know about that. Mm -hmm. So in her mind, she has lost vision three times. And more importantly, she's killed him now twice. Yeah, Yeah. the the other thing is that, that, (laughs) first of all, like... You know, I'm still not super convinced of their relationship to begin with. I just it's one of those things that you obviously just have to accept. But there's only literally been one scene where I've seen them actually have a moment, which was in this series that they legitimately did a good job in that one scene. But that was at the very beginning of the relationship. Since them in any movie, they really haven't done any good job developing their relationship. But I guess that's just one thing I'll have to accept that just happened because. But regardless of of her realizing it or not i'm aware that at the end she decided to give it up because she chose to do the right thing but the entire time she was still doing the wrong thing aware or not the entire time but for a very long period of time she was doing the wrong thing well aware of what the situation was it literally took the entire town begging her to stop because they were in such pain and would rather die before she finally was like okay i guess i'll do it like, I get it. She's had a really fucking hard time. And it's also, like, 
she didn't give a shit whenever her brother died, basically, but this was like the big thing. I don't what know the fuck what? are you talking about? She didn't what give a shit when Pietro she, died? Look, did she do any of this? Like, she didn't show any emotion, really, besides, like, nothing like we this. We didn't get to vision. see that. Well, that happened at my the point. end of Age of Ultron. That's my and point. the next that we saw her was and in the Avengers Academy. Point. We didn't get to see that's, that, except for the fact that she was grieving point. in a scene in this fucking season, you idiot. Yeah. Where it was her <laughs> on a bed, devastated. She's sitting on a bed, grieving over Pietro when Vision comes in, and is talking about her level of heartbreak. Yeah, okay, she is doing that. First of all, re- in this season. First of all, relax, calm down. This is just a discussion. And second of all, I'm saying that besides that moment, that one moment that we saw with Vision, we have not seen her really give a shit about either one of them. Beyond that moment, like if you want a convincing relationship, you have to show development of a relationship from beginning to end. Like they showed really nothing of it. And so this was that was the only moment that there was any kind of emotional develop. I'm saying that they just didn't do a great job of it for you. But I'm thinking other people actually feel that they had a good relationship. Well, if everyone else can be convinced off of just one, you know, three minute scene. No, but okay, this is the it's thing. More is you're only seeing that because we have when they first met and you could see that there was, you know, stuff when they first came across each other in um, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. There was the development of them, especially in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like they really showed there was things happening there. And we've just had an entire series showing the depth of no, that relationship. They didn't and maybe show, didn't show you the step-by-step of this is the time they got to first base. This is their second anniversary. Like, well, yeah, maybe they didn't do all that shit that you expect from a rom-com, which is not how I judge these things. I don't need to they see They showed them having literally one conversation in, in Civil War. And it wasn't, and they got into a fight at the end of it where they literally, like, she threw him into the ground. Okay, so let me ask you this much. Mm-hmm. With, in, in Black Panther, you have a married couple. Wakabi and Okoye, right? They don't really do much about who, establishing. Who, were they the? Was that the mom and the dad or something? No, that was uh, Okoye was the uh, Dora Milaje. Wakabi was um, T'Challa's best friend, right? The border tribe guy. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. All right. so they go through that whole movie. They have one interaction that kind of shows that they're um, together. She mm-hmm. addresses him as my love, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so. At the end of the movie, this whole battle between all of the Wakandan tribes comes down to to the border tribe giving up. Why? Because Okoye puts a spear in Okabe's face and says, stop it now. And he asks, will you kill me? And she says, for my country, absolutely. So Mm. now you're, but but there's very little interaction between them. But with all that interaction, you understand they're in love, they're together. Mm but she prioritizes the country over him. But the difference You've of got, that is, is that A, that's wait, wait, one scene. Hold, hold okay, on, hold on. Let, let me go finish. Ahead. Okay, but what I'm saying is that, I mean, if they can do that little to establish a relationship between two characters that really don't mean much in the overall, you've had mm-hmm. multiple times where you see Vision and Wanda interacting. The first one is in Age of Ultron. The second one is in Civil War. You're starting to see that relationship go on. You want to bring in the point that they got into a fight and she pushed him three, you know, four stories down into the ground? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was trying to hold her back from doing what she wanted to do. Yeah, okay? she didn't really care so, very much about that. So No, it's not that she didn't hey, care. So, uh, she here's, didn't here's another example for you, right? Sure. Why are you not criticizing if screen time and the amount of scenes is the defining things for you? Why are you not shitting on Cap and Peggy Carter? Oh, they well, no, I actually think that they did. They spent less time on screen together 
I actually think that they did a much better job of, of doing it because they had in their movie, they had lots of moments showing the development of the relationship here. We only have gotten a few snapshots of things kind of kind of developing just just kind of. Like I actually yeah. was. I using... think we're going to go that none of us are going to agree on this one. Uh, <laughs> I think you. I think you've got it really wrong, myself. I uh, obviously, you disagree, think I've got yeah. it really wrong. So look, that's the great thing about us having our Discord. Discord.me forward slash ANR. <laughs> what do you guys think? Are you on? They didn't do enough to tell the love story of these two, or uh, you know, are you a same person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hooch. What do yes. you like? Uh, like. uh, you know, there's the only thing I didn't like was I felt that some of the stuff was a little rushed. Obviously, they had a short amount of time to of tie it all up. So some of the fight scenes, some of the the solutions and stuff, um, that they didn't really do a whole lot with the photon and uh, Fietro, right? Like yeah. at one point he flicks her across the room, but then the next time they have a fight, like wait, she's able to take him. Yeah, what's going on with that? So, you know, that needed to be a little bit, it was a little wonky on how they resolved that. Um, I thought it was hilarious that they just threw the red herring by using, uh, was it Evan Peters or whatever, for that role to mess everybody up. Man, missed opportunity. the fact that the ultimate troll is that that literally ended in a boner joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that is, the, that is the level of the troll they went to. It's like you went all the way to the bottom of the thing, opened the piece of paper, and it was a dick joke, right? Mm-hmm. I have obviously frustration because of what I wanted to see, but obviously mad levels of impressment that they had the balls to do this. Yes, exactly. So to me, I think you're right. It was a double-edged sword, right? The first one is screw you guys for giving us this and not giving us what we wanted. But you know what? Good on you for not giving us what we wanted because it's freaking hilarious the, for what? us. Because that, we that was were the so ones. so not worth it for no, a stupid we were the joke. ones. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The problem is, is as fans, we were the ones that put that expectation in there. They oh, did no, no, nothing. fuck that. We did. N- they, they, uh-uh. they literally they did put nothing. that. Hold they on, literally let me put finish. That in front of our face. Let me finish. Yes, they did. But that all they did was say, "Hey, this is a new character. He's totally fake." We're the ones that are going. Oh my god, is this them introducing the X Men? Oh my god, is this, mm. this is doing this. What is going to happen? And the, all the speculation. And they mm-hmm. knew that we were going to do that. They no. knew it. That was uh, so they literally put him in front of our face, knowing that I mean, like we know about the multiverse. So like anyone mm-hmm. that knows about who he is and why this is a big deal that he showed up knows what the like what the connections are there. And so mm-hmm. they literally put it in front of our face and said, oh, look at this. And then literally made nothing happen to it, never explained it or anything like that. And then made a boner joke to top it off. To me, that's like missed opportunity, missed opportunity. Why the fuck did you do this? And then holy shit. You made a fucking boner joke out of it. That and it wasn't even laughable. It wasn't even laughable. It's like literally just dumb. It wasn't funny. I was just like, yeah. that's literally stupid. Like, why would you do that? They threw away See, a really put- good opportunity to make something way more interesting happen there, which is like literally the whole entire thing. Like, that's basically so many points of this show for me was that it was filled with so much missed opportunity and yeah, with, but with really shitty that- explanations. The problem is, is you put that expectation. They in literally there. shoved they that n- in front of my face. No, that's not me putting that's an expectation just, on something. They, uh, see, it's it's them manipulating your expectations. They did it to all of us. Well, yeah, yeah but and that's I, on and them, not me. Like they purposely manipulated my expectations. Like Europe, they're gonna be like, "Ha, you expected this." I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking did," because you literally put it there. Like, uh, well, ha, it's a boner joke instead. 
Okay. Yeah, but Hooch is right dumb. that the level that we went to was all based on our assumptions that they mm-hmm. were making that universe canon, where they never said at any point that anything Fox was going to be canon. We saw the actor and they knew that, of course, we would go, oh, this is awesome. He's going to be the, the continuation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you really wanted to, you could justify it in multiverse theory as well. You know, we don't know who this guy is. He seems like he is this world's guy. Like, because it doesn't seem like um, she's reached through the multiverse to pick out mm-hmm. a Pietro. This yeah. is just this guy, Ralph, that happened to live next door yep. to the block that Wanda was on. She walked in the house that was this guy. That's the only link. The thing is, they could. Like, they could actually circle all the way back around and fuck with you a second time. And then basically that for some reason, the magic that Agatha was using where she was somehow infusing him with Quicksilver's powers, which I, I, I really don't understand that. No, she no, was doing that. That's point. an incredible yeah. amount of power that Agatha has, which in this episode, I will admit, they demonstrated Agatha being incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could see that similar to Photon, that through this whole thing, that what if, because we didn't see Ralph after the thingo collapsed, mm-hmm. right? With him getting hit by the barrier a second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, the barrier yeah. collapsed in over him. So what if they do like a double fuck you? This could be hilarious and amazing. That as that wall collapsed, that basically Wanda infused him with the powers that Agatha had given him because he was still, you know, the necklace was near him or on him or some residual effect. Yeah. Who knows? And they might do it. And that- right? I don't think they will now. I think unfortunately for that actor. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I completely understand yeah. why Disney did and this because they pointed us in the wrong direction. And that's why yeah. I said at the beginning, there's lots of puzzle pieces or I'm sorry, uh, like uh, chess pieces that they put in place and either just decided to mm-hmm. say, fuck that and threw it away because it was a red herring or whatever. Or they put it in place only to play like a really long game about it and just expect us. Oh, it was a fuck you. And then they actually are going to do something. With so it I, I kind of love that there's a poetry to it that this is a show that is very central to magic, right? Mm -hmm. And that they literally put out the big misdirect in front of you Mm -hmm. while, you know, they pull out the flourish at the end. Like the (laughs) fact that they even had Wu say flourish, fuck, I laughed at that moment. (laughs) Actually, that that was funny. I never said that, yeah. Yeah, so like all those little things, um, you know, you can get frustrated by it. And look, I am surprised they went to that extent to, you know, really mess with us. But, you know, because we all spent so much time on that, we didn't necessarily look elsewhere to where they were really heading. So I was genuinely surprised how well they wrapped it up for a self-contained story while leaving so much out there. But um, yeah, uh, it is interesting. They still also never uh, explained the the rabbit because the rabbit was fucking weird. They there was a couple mm-hmm. of times that they specifically zoomed in on the rabbit, and also she fed the bird to the rabbit whenever she was she, transforming. No, it was a, it was a cicada was again, a and it turned back yeah. into a cicada. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. But she yeah, she fed it to a rabbit, which I mean, obviously that's not something that a rabbit normally eats. And so like I was I was sure at that moment whenever I saw that I'm like this rabbit has to be something. She was carrying it it's around a, familiar. a lot. Huh? It's, it's a it's, it's a, a familiar. familiar? Yeah. Is that, common for like witches in marvel to yes. use familiars well yes in marvel. yes because uh, yeah because i think agnes had a cat or agatha had a cat in the uh, comic books oh okay. i think that was yeah okay. and so instead of a cat it was a bunny this time if i remember correctly um i, I didn't read a lot of stories but i remember seeing the pictures and stuff and she always was carrying a, an animal and i thought it was a cat okay i mean if they do that i guess that means i mean granted for people that haven't seen the comic books or anything that 
isn't a great explanation, but um, I suppose if that's in the comic books, then maybe that's a thing. But I mean, it could be a lot of things. Maybe I mean, she, have... she has transmutational magic. Like maybe mm-hmm. it was someone that pissed her off once that she basically turned into a rabbit forever again. Right, and that's From why I wish seen, that they would have Sounds given... like an Agatha thing to do. And that's why well, I then... wish that they would have said something about it just so we can know a little bit more about what it was like they just put a lot of things in there and then just left them there and said you don't love you mystery go. do you no no you I, well i like them to tease me with mystery not just put it there and then just oh you're bad because they did off. tease you with mystery no no and there's still mystery well, that they I haven't suppose, said they're never going to resolve it they just haven't done it as to now oh i yeah. suppose like so if if you consider like the mystery of just like oh it's here and we're not going to say anything about it then sure but like i feel like for a movie or a series like you got to keep kind of like pointing to the mystery or like give us little teases about it because otherwise it's just confusing it's like oh, okay so well is this even important or no i'm so confused but this is stance on this this isn't the end though because obviously agatha or agnes or whatever Mm -hmm. is still in the town Mm -hmm. and you know you know wanda at some point is going to go back to her Mm -hmm. because in in the comic books uh agatha was at sometimes a mentor other times she was kind of an adversary so she was always in with a lot of the stuff for you know scarlet witch in the comic book so i think they're setting her up to be that way She's gonna. Yeah. She, and, I assumed and that that was tell, why, especially with the last yeah. few words that she said. Yeah, and you never know. Like, I mean, you think Agatha's never going to get her powers back, realize who she was, and then come back with a vengeance at some point? Oh, I'm sure. She Absolutely, will. she's going to. Er, so, and then that's where you probably hear more about the the bunny or whatever the familiar, whatever it was, because there's a lot of see, speculation as to who or what that was. Yeah, if they would have done like a mm-hmm. zoom in on the on the rabbit, like towards the end, just to be like, oh, and this is still there. Don't forget about that. Then I would be like, okay, oh, they don't need to. Something. You already know it's there. You've you, spent ten minutes ranting about not it. Not really, because you're well aware that it's well, there. They've the obviously thing. done a good enough job for you to understand that rabbit is still there without needing that one set. But that's the thing; they've done so many things where it's like, oh, this is mean, totally meaningless, and it doesn't matter at all. Like, so it just—I'm not—I'm legitimately not sure if that is just a rabbit that we shouldn't care about or whatever. Like, to have a good that's tease, to have a good tease in a in a movie or something like that, you have to keep kind of subtly drawing attention to it throughout the the show otherwise well, you just it could just be literally just, nothing but you just kind of started it started the whole thing complaining about what they thought was a subtle tease when they were going in and, and replaying that first scene about the runes now to you that may have been more subtle you know about prevalent the runes? what do you mean the runes the runes, oh, the runes. The, the yeah runes. like to some to them that was kind of like okay you know, or sorry, to you that was like you're oh. smacking me over the head with it. But yeah, the other people they that would be like, literally those exact phrases well, that wasn't that was hitting you over the head with it. Like I want something uh, like, um, and it was literally two episodes in a row where they did the same exact clip to start it off with. Like they should have made it like a little bit longer. So it wasn't just that one clip or something because that just made it like super obvious. But um, yeah, it's just like literally all I would have liked to see happen there. I'm not like super upset about the rabbit part. But I'm just saying, like, I think that it could have been handled a little bit better if it is someone like I would have liked a, a kind of zoom in shot at one point, like towards the end again, just to be like, oh, well, don't forget that one stuff. shot that does exactly the same thing that they did previously. You know, the anyway, Hooch, what else did you like, man? Uh, I I liked the end, the, the two end credits. Right. Love that stuff. That was fun. Mm. Um, I love the, lead. the first one. Yes. I love the lead into uh, your friend up there. <laughs> now that could that could be like a couple of things. Was could you would you consider Talos a friend, or would you, or would it have to be Fury? I think it's Nick. You think it's Nick? Okay. Yeah. But okay, okay. Um, or or actually, uh, well, she, did she say he? She said he, right? 
I actually can't remember. I have to watch it because literally I only watched it last night before. I thought she was referring okay. to Miss Marvel. Or no, 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 Captain that's, Marvel, rather. That's why I'm asking. But the like, fact it's a scroll though, uh-huh. I think, think I think it's Fury. Fury. It could be, but would you? Okay, I mean, it could be Fury, but again, regardless, the fact that we're leading into potentially secret invasions, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Marvel two. So there's there's a lot of open ended stuff in here that we can. Well, I think the next towards. time we see uh, Photon or mm-hmm. Monica is mm-hmm. apparently Miss Marvel before uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's but right. I she don't know if Secret in. Invasions in between. I have a feeling it is now. Well, regardless, I mean, you could do the kind of a same thing where it's like she's been gone for a while, comes back. And then what they do with like Secret Invasion or Captain Marvel 2 is fill in that blank. Yeah, that's true. There's a few different ways they can go with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it definitely it's throwing the Secret Invasion there. Uh, and then, of course, we have the second post credit scene, which is uh, yes. the Wonder in the Woods. Yes. With mm-hmm. the with the astral projection reading through the entire book. Yeah. And and the kids screaming actually, in the background. Yeah, that was actually cool. Like I, I liked that ending. That was a redeeming factor for me was uh, that ending. The scroll wars thing. I just don't know if I care enough about scrolls yet. This is obviously super subjective. I don't know the comic mm. books enough to know if like how exciting that is. Apparently, I guess it's a really big arc. Insanely. The, the secret, yeah. secret wars or whatever it's called. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is, is they kind of messed them up in Captain Marvel because they were supposed to be villains, right? They were. Well, I mean, that's one faction too. Like, yeah, I mean, that's I think true. that that's still open enough that you can say we've met some good ones. Yes. Uh, you know, perhaps there's some bad ones out there, and I think that <laughs> that's where the super scroll angle will come in. That he'll mm-hmm. be the one that's corrupted the rest of their race uh, somehow, and he's yeah. controlling them, or maybe they volunteered for it. You know, maybe he's their Hitler. I don't know. You know, he's rallied <laughs> them up against something. Yeah, because didn't Talos say in Captain Marvel that there are several, like, there are, th- there are thousands of them and several factions had spread apart or whatever, several groups were sp- spread out. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that one group could become, you know, again, the ones that would, with the super scroll and everything, and then try and get the rest of them to go along and be like, no, we need to be conquerors, not uh, not not prey like we were to the Or creed. maybe not even that. Like, maybe they do the complex villain story and they just say, look, we do not want to take over Earth, but we've analyzed humans. We know they're not going to share. Our species is surviving on the run in spaceships from the creed. You know, they're growing up in, you know, no gravity. There's no guaranteed food. We need a home. So we are going to carve out our space of humanity. And they may not even say it was done through like violence. They might just literally do what Secret Invasion is, which for you, Hebro, what happens in Secret Invasion storyline mm-hmm. is that scrolls who can shapeshift right. basically infiltrate most major governments and organizations around the world, including S.H.I.E.L.D. and hilariously, the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Is that where so the actually, Super Scrolls come into, or is that Super Scrolls like one particular guy? I think. Tell me if I'm wrong, Hooch. Oh, okay. That basically was leading that whole charge. Uh, yeah, from what I remember, I think that's true. Yeah, there might have been more than one, but I, I, I the one that I remember vaguely because I read this a very long time ago mm-hmm. was that because this, this is how they actually undid Civil War. Because in Civil War in the comics, uh, Iron Man puts in the call to have Cap assassinated. Yes. Wow. Right. And then that means that Cap's dead in this universe. But then mm-hmm. you find out that because it was a sniper that shot Cap on the orders of Tony, and obviously there's a lot of Tony dealing with that grief after that, right. it was the scroll duplicate that no one knew that they were there at that point that they killed. And that, uh, yeah. So really everyone should uh, be thanking Tony, I guess. 
<laughs> in a roundabout way. <laughs> well, they still well, didn't know after that. Yeah, it was well, not until some reveals later on. So okay. Secret Invasion is a massive storyline in the Marvel comics, which is why everyone's surprised that they're kind of giving it the Disney Plus treatments, but saying things like this is going to be a much scaled down version mm-hmm. of you know, that story, which is weird considering you've got six hours to tell it versus, say, one to two movies. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm amped for, uh, for that especially. But the, obviously the, the question is the voices that Wanda hears in the closing moments mm-hmm. uh, while she's reading the Darkhold, and we need to talk about that in a sec too, right. mm-hmm. is she hearing uh, like the echoes of those kids being dead because she's reading the Book of the Dead? Or is she hearing them from a different multiverse? I think she's uh, hearing them from a different dimension, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think it it may be because it is from the Book of the Dead. Yeah, I think it is too. Because otherwise, if it was a different universe, Mm -hmm. why would they be calling out for her? They wouldn't know her from a different universe. Um, what what exactly did they say? Do we remember? Was it mom help or? Yeah, they were screaming, help us, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, was it necessary? And she also said, thank her? you for choosing me as your mom as well. Yeah. Which basically says that like there was beings attached to the magic that she created. They had to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. b- I think by it, that, are you saying that like they're tra- they're trapped yelling like in, in hell, I guess, or something? Is that what you're saying? Or Well, or hell like is definitely a great option to set it up because obviously mm-hmm. Mephisto is a magical villain. Right. And uh, you know, that means that Doctor Strange could be involved with uh, Wanda and Agatha joining Team Magic as well because I think they're going to go that way. I think she's going to be generally terrified of Wanda now and knows that she can just basically lock her in her own mind from here on yeah, out. Keep I think her they'll go back and get basically. her. and Yeah, and recruit her that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, setting up that would be perfect. It would also be a sensational way to introduce a new Ghost Rider. Yeah, mm. I mean, uh, yeah, I basically, I, I think that they are alive in some way. Um, and so I don't know if it's hell or another dimension, but I think that they're there somewhere and they're calling for her for some reason. Yeah. So, that, but so, um, Hootra, you think that it's just voices of like, of like the past because they're dead now is that what you're thinking yeah i mean again there's so many options and so many things that it could potentially be because Mm -hmm. you're now introducing you know the book of the dead which means you're opening up a lot of stuff where you Mm -hmm. you know you can bring in hell in so you know, you, you've got, as, as Chu pointed out, Mephisto, Ghost Rider, all the things that happened there. And then you, you, don't forget, you know, we do we are going to be dealing with the multiverse in Doctor Strange 2. You know a lot of this is going to come to a head in Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. So, I, so, yeah, I, I believe that it is, I don't know if they're dead, if they're from the past, or if they're from, like, her, because she created them. And then eventually, you know, killed them off by, by closing the, the hex. I have no idea. But I, 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 we know that they are characters. We know that they exist. We know that they become characters in oh, yeah. the comics. So that was another thing that I, I was like just confused on because I thought it was very obvious. Why didn't she just make the hex like cover the house and or like just them and then go fly their way over to like basically where she was at the end of the movie where they can take a really big space and live inside that bubble. Because they're not real. Yeah. Yeah, in but that, I mean, in that particular she obviously sense, cared about parts them. of her. She did, but that, that's perpetuating the lie. And the whole point for her was to set things back to the way they were because she didn't want to live the lie. I, yeah. I don't know. I think and she's, then she I was, she was evolving through a grief. Now. 
Yeah. Because there was that line that she said where Vision said, I think it was, are you sure? When she said she was going to bring it all down, mm-hmm. understanding what that meant. And she said, yeah, it's time. Like she knows that she needs to be able to move on past her grief and, yeah. you know, you know, literally manipulating the world around her for her own personal, you know, therapy session pinata. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know, because it sounds like she might be going after him right now, like in for in some way. It's a hell of a logical way to start Multiverse Madness that she accidentally yeah. tears a hole in, in space-time and Strange is like, the fuck did you do? You know, and just pops up to, to fix things. Because, I mean, Strange was referenced in this episode mm. where um, Agatha says, you are stronger than the Sorcerer's Spring. You're more yeah. powerful. Yep. Well, I really hope that so in they the could next, do that. Uh, like the next time we see the Avengers or something like that, that they are genuinely pissed the fuck off at her and like she's like an enemy now because... Yeah. Do they even have an Avengers movie scheduled? I have no I idea. Haven't seen one all, all I know is just for no. continuity reasons. Like, if they don't do that, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Like, she needs to be villain territory right now. Well, and the thing is, they could continue that line too, Hebrew, because the Darkhold is notoriously, uh, it like corrupts corruptive. people through its dark magics yeah. that read it. And she's sitting there flicking through it like it's the yellow pages, which you probably don't understand that reference because you're 12 years old. um, You know, she's bearing through that book. So, yeah, I mean, there is, it's strongly, you know, and then, you know, if that greed and that, you know, thing that I deserve my kids back, because the Darkhold's kind of about that. It's like Uh really feeding into your desires and your ego and and all that. So I deserve my kids back. And that that explains why she does yet another terrible thing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it definitely could set it up that way. I think her being the villain at the start of a movie and then goes through a resolution, then she has yet another hero turn. I can 100% see it. It's a little bit like Wolverine in a lot of comic runs as well, that he's like a good guy in some, but he's he's obviously a bad guy in others, he's even though he's trying to fuck, do the right thing. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's the ruthlessness of achieving their goals. They'll do anything to get it, and it might be a noble goal, but at the end of the day, it's, you know a dark a dark path so they could absolutely do that i could see it yeah i i certainly hope that they will um yeah just because i I feel like after everything they if they want to be consistent then i feel like they have to see her as a villain and she has to do Mm. some kind of redemption act um to to fix this and kind of wipe away the situation so um and i think Mm. it'd be cool to have her as a as a villain and them kind of need agatha uh, to because I think what's her face knows that um what was her name? photon um she knows that Agatha is there living a lie right yep. now right so yeah so I think mm-hmm. I bet that that's going to be something that comes back where they're going to have to go get her to try to help her with Wanda I hope that that is going to be kind of the situation because mm-hmm. honestly honestly I was on Agatha's side at like pretty much that whole time I was like fucking give right. Agatha the powers because she seems more responsible than you. So, and she has a cool ass theme song. So, oh Lord, <laughs> here we go. Um, they actually interviewed her the other day. Oh, saying, really? Do you know, are you aware right now that you are number one on the <laughs> iTunes charts? Yeah, and she's like, What that. is going on, <laughs> dude? I, I was legitimately wanting to put that as my um, uh, as my ringer for my phone. You were saying that last week. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's, we're just gonna spoil, but yeah, I'm definitely putting it on pretty much in a week, <laughs> so can't wait. Yep. <laughs> now, how do you guys like the explanation of the yellow light that created Vision that we saw in the last episode? Didn't we call that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but well, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I think we all agree, I think we all agreed on that. I mean, it was yeah. it was pretty obvious. It was like it was, the yellow energy. Yeah. 
flowed out and yeah. made him yeah. specific. No, but remember so, that yeah. there was debate of like, was it that energy or was there actually a piece of the stone in her? And I think that this mm. is incredible in what it could be setting up, boys. Because this is basically saying that the yellow infinity stone, mm -hmm. a piece of it still exists inside Wanda. Which means mm. that a piece of the space stone is very possibly living by the same logic in Captain Marvel. Oh, that I makes, see what that which means two of the infinity stones sense. might be still go. Yeah, that makes a lot more fucking sense. Let me tell you that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I hope that that is the case, um, genuinely, because that would make sense about both of their characters' strength. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I I'm glad that they did what they did with um, with Vision. I think that. Do you guys think that that version of Vision will be coming back? Uh, yeah, the white yeah. version or no, no, not the white version. The, the other version. Yeah, the imaginary version. Well, are we sure that they're different now? No, I think that's just it. I don't think they're going to. I don't think the one that we saw is going to come back. I think it'll be the white vision that comes back and then fills that role. Yeah, that's what I think it is too. But the yeah, way yeah. that they were talking to that she was talking to the other vision and the fact that that's now still back inside of her specifically, that version is now inside of her again. Um, I don't know. But it's also a version of that was copied and pasted inside version 2.0. Mm -hmm. Yeah. AKA white vision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we all know for yeah. sure he's coming back as vision. Like, yeah. Can I say that like white vision, someone definitely needs to rename that. Cause like going around saying <laughs> white vision in 2021 feels like I'm going to get arrested for like being a proud boy or something. Should I, I never canceled. even thought about that, but yeah, it's probably like, I probably would have been like, yeah, dude, did you see white vision the other day? <laughs> oh my God. White vision. Yeah. Go I chanting out in front of the white house. White vision. Yeah. Yeah. That'll go wow. real well. Uh, Alabaster vision. I don't know. Yeah. But well, yeah, it was, just... it was interesting. What'd you guys think about their battle? Well, I'm just glad it ended on a queen note. And now we only have one vision. Yeah, there's well, well, yeah, it, well, maybe like well, I still can, let, can we finish that on that point too before yeah. we go into the battle? Is that like, yeah, what do we what do we think actually happened in that moment? So he's downloaded all the memories mm -hmm. of OG Vision mm -hmm. into Vision 2.0. Okay, well, here's the thing I have: was he downloading the or was he accessing? Yeah, because remember, yeah. he didn't have those memories himself. And then he did afterwards. Yeah, I, and, I thought that it was. Oh, you're saying he street. unlocked it in he, him. Uh, that's yeah, a good point. I think it was because a that's what he street. said. Yeah, he he said those visions. It's like you don't have them, but they 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 can't hide them from you. They've just locked them away. So it was him. Um, it was uh, you know <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> almost said colored vision. <laughs> it was, uh, we're getting into real dangerous territory now. <laughs> no, we're, no, no, we're fine now. We're fine because we're covering the whole spectrum. Uh, we're okay, fine. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Colorful no, vision. Um, it was oh, yes. God. Yeah, it was fake vision. How about uh -huh. that? Fake, fake vision. Vision. Uh, un fission. Fission. Yeah. Fission. Fission. fission is a great uh, nuclear yeah. character. Uh, fission uh -huh. uh, unlocked the memories and then saw the memories. So then he yeah. was able. So you're right. It was two ways. Yeah. They both got to see everything that was I going on. I think that was the point of the of the whole metaphor that they were going for. Either either both is none, or yeah, both is none, or both is. And so yeah. I think that it was yeah, basically he transferred his like unlocked his personality and the other mm -hmm. one unlocked his memories so they were both kind of vision at that point and yeah, so yeah. well i think if we learn anything from that episode that he's now a boat he's yeah <laughs> 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 they can now cross large bodies of water with him so they're coming yeah. he can go on a vision quest 
Oh snap! If they don't call that uh, like his journey or like what he does between now and the next movie, his Vision, Quest, show, Vision dude. Quest, dude. <laughs> actually, isn't there a Vision Quest run in the comics? Uh, I think there is actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're not original at all? Okay, <laughs> I forgot oh, about that. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. There was a movie called Vision Quest. That was what my reference was. That was very different. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then totally like every different. every movie that involves like. Um, uh, Native Americans yep. always has a vision yeah. quest. I thought well. you were talking about legitimate vision quests, which was what you were saying. Native Americans getting super high and going on vision quests. Not the, no, I didn't right, even know no. there was a movie named Vision Quest. I didn't expect you to. That was for everybody else listening who does get it. <laughs> Is that fair? You guys have your own language that's like yes. yeah, way above me. Finally, I could Google anything before 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so the vision battle. Obviously, we talked about their, uh, yeah. you know, epic rap battle where they uh, logic each other, which I think was, all of us agree. I think that was pretty well done. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was well done. I actually really liked that. Because like mm. there was an obvious situation where I was like, they're just going to keep phasing through each other the whole time. And so I'm like, I like that they kind of realized that. And then like, you know, it was like, all right, so we're going to have to settle this in another way. So. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Piss the cuffs. Piss the cuffs aren't Never thought I'd come out saying I actually liked something that happened with Vision, but yeah, there it is. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> but well, yeah. I, I can't wait until Vision comes back because you're going to get angry that he seems more powerful now that he doesn't have the Mind Stone. Because you, know, like, <laughs> you know that day is going to happen. That is 100%, 100%. That is 100% going to be a complaint. I, I know it is as well. I know. So you're On not complaining. Podcast, for sure. Well, it, that's so the thing. If they keep him as powerful as he was, then I'm going to be like, okay, well, actually, he probably still would be too strong then because he doesn't have the Infinity Stone anymore. If he was that level with the Infinity Stone, he shouldn't be that level without it. But regardless, um, yeah, he should be the same or less powerful. If he's anything other than that, I'm going to be very upset. So then how come Fission didn't beat up Vision or... Well, because they were just phasing because, through each. If they both had the ability yeah. to phase through each other, which don't like, I don't know why he still has the ability to phase, but like he does. Well, is is phasing part of the vibranium thing, or is that a vi- uh, the mind stone thing? No, I think well, that that's may a have very been, good question. Yeah, that's true. well, obviously it's part of the vibranium thing because one of them had one of them was comprised of the 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 remnants of the mind stone that were in mm-hmm. Wanda the other one was just a vibranium shell that had been reprogrammed yeah so i think that that was either way like i think that like basically what they had there was a stalemate battle and they realized it so for whatever reasons um of what he was made out of that allowed him to do it like that's that's what they had so it is what it is i prefer not to look at it beyond that in this point because uh, at least there's something good that I can take out of it, so we'll leave it there. Well, the thing about vibranium is we obviously they proved in Black Panther it can be used for so many different things. It's a catch-all for fucking yeah, anything you want to exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> Although they, they yeah. never said it can make it can be intangible. So <laughs> yeah, that's next on the fucking bucket list, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we know Hebrew's thoughts on the uh, epic space battle of uh, Wanda v. Agatha. What was your Not so epic it, I mean, it did look a little hokey, but I was okay with it because it's a TV show. It's not the super uh, expensive edition of the of the Disney. They spent more they spent money, according money to Bettany, on special effects in this than they did on Endgame, yeah. according to him. Oh, okay. I just don't think they have Which, flight down so well yet. It's like like how super speed running used to look really weird. I mean, it still doesn't look fantastic, but it looks a lot better than it did. I feel like the flying air battles aren't quite there yet either. I think the problem is is if you use uh, if you use wires, mm-hmm. right? You you don't get a natural movement, 
And then if you use CG, it looks too fake. If you use a combination of the two, it just looks weird. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think even wires can look pretty strange, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think CG well, honestly looks better. Yeah, it's kind of deliberate and makes sense for what it is though, because like they're manipulating like the air around them to basically fly. In Wanda's mm-hmm. case, it was until she you know went full Scarlet Witch, it was propulsion. Like she mm-hmm. was actually using chaos magic to like, you know, <laughs> she was, she'd point her hands behind her like right. Iron Man. Yeah, and then Agatha obviously having mastered a little bit more of it, she was just kind of floating around. I so like the weirdness there that it's like. Of flight. I wish that they would just use that where they use a platform. And well, he's using magnetism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the they've done so many different versions of flying that I think the MCU has shown that when it comes to mechanical flight, when it comes to being pulled off by your hammer, um, that, uh, <laughs> you know, that's obviously a very different mechanic for flying as well. For me, I kind of see this and it's more like they're just manipulating the world around them to just kind of be still so and, you, you know, sort of You think they made move. it look so like I think, that because that's how I think, think so. it would look? I think so. I mean, and it's also kind of a throwback to like Wizard of Oz type flying as well. Like, I mean, you know, when you've got witches moving around like that, witches aren't supposed to fly. Mm-hmm. And if they are, allegedly they're supposed to be on a broom, you know. <laughs> but, um, in, <laughs> yeah, where was the, what was the name of uh, Harry Potter's thing? The Nimbus 3000 yeah, or something? Uh, yeah, the Nimbus, yeah, 2000. Nimbus 2000. Nimbus 2000, there you go. Yeah. I was talking about next gen. But uh, um, the Firebolt, yeah. the Firebolt was the one that he had. Oh, shit. Well, he had both, right. but yeah. The fire, but that was the Firebolt was the The, the, the most recent one, one yeah. Yes. Right. So look, I'm not I'm not too I mean, of course, like seeing Iron Man in flight is so much more slick, but I also think that's the point, is that he has multiple propulsion systems. Whereas these these two are just like like just using magic to just kind of move around. So yeah. you know, I didn't have too much of an issue with it. But I can understand why it's so different to the rest of it. Odd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember that like one day in the grand scheme of things, if if the story of WandaVision told us anything, she's basically a toddler when it comes to magic. She has yeah. no idea what she's doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense for her to look janky as fuck. Well, she's, she's been flying for a good bit, though, I think. She's been using, but obviously, she's still... not knowing what it's derived from. But but not for not 400 like that, though. years. She was always like, yeah, she was always throwing chaos magic out of her hands to fly. This is yeah. the first time in that very last episode that she sort of hovered without like holding her hands down Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i guess i just never noticed how she was flying before but yeah maybe that right so here but here's the question i have with the flying so Mm -hmm. agatha takes all of wanda's powers why is wanda still flying i thought the same thing at the time but i don't think she sucked away like all of it because of i think like she had just like a little bit left basically enough to sustain her until her her plan paid off I think that yeah. was the scenario, but whenever someone's actively sucking it out of you, I'm not sure if you can control how much you leave in the tank. So mm-hmm. I agree. Like I thought that moment, I was like, "Isn't isn't she supposed to like drop down or something?" But, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it could be transmutational magic as well. She could have been making the appearance look like she was actually sucking her powers away, mm-hmm. where you know she was just you know giving herself time to set up the runes. There's a lot of different things it could have been. I think mm-hmm. is she that good yeah. at transmutational magic yet, though? Uh, uh, she can do whatever she wants without it just by thinking it. that was that was made yeah. very clear yeah. when she talked about uh how she was referenced in the dark hold mm-hmm. she was talking about how yeah, she's uh designed to destroy the world which i now think is going to be the main storyline for multiverse madness by the way yeah mm-hmm. about how yeah. she's going to move past the I, prophecy of her destroying the world i really hope that she becomes evil and for whatever reasons are i'm sure she thinks her reasons are you know justifiable but yeah, I, I hope that she's the enemy now. We'll see. Yeah, there was something else that was that was off 
Oh, uh, also, we never found out who the aerospace engineer was. That was a fucking... Oh, God. <laughs> no, I think I think the aerospace engineer... <laughs> yeah, that one. Now, that one, that one, I definitely would agree that we put expectation, more expectations on than they... <laughs> yes, I yes, 100% agree with you on that one. But um, I still think it was kind of weird because they were all hyped about, like, I know this guy. And then there's, like, oh, my God. And then it, like, cut away. And then... Uh, they got a truck randomly. I didn't think that she said it that dramatically. They said like, it like, no, exactly <laughs> like that. 100%. No, she was, <laughs> I don't know. She was like, I know a guy who's an aerospace engineer who would once, love, so. who would love to right, be okay. able to create something like that. That's really all she said. Yeah. I know a guy yeah, who's yeah. an aerospace engineer. It, it, one of those things said. that just it seemed like it was something, but obviously, mm-hmm. like that was one of the yeah. ones that we read. So to wrap up, obviously, this is our first taste of like what Disney Plus is gonna be mm-hmm. and the kind of stories they're gonna tell in between. So I think. In a way, it's been good for us to kind of get a reset. I think we need to expect more kind of self-contained yeah, for sure. winter soldier type storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to realize that, you know, Infinity War and Endgame is not always how it's going to be, right? <laughs> we, we've really we've really set our heights on this like world breaking, you know. And then there's all the questions, of course, of like, why the fuck aren't the Avengers here right now? There's always going to be some yeah. dumb of like, you know, oh, they're stuck on a Zoom call. They can't get out for another you know, <laughs> six COVID. hours for convenient reasons, you know. <laughs> um, there's always going to be that. So I think it's been good to kind of see what they're capable of. But how does this um, put you, Hebrew? Now, are you like really excited for what they're going to do? Are you a little bit more sort of underwhelmed? Where are you at for what this is going to be for Disney Plus? Well, I mean, so first of all, like despite all my issues with it, like I would still rate the season um or like this this series i'm not sure if they're going to do a season two of it or not but um i would rate this series at probably like a 6.5 to a 7 taking out the expectations for the whole series wow yeah yeah taking taking out the expectations from it like uh, i think that that's there i still have those like the particularly basically three big issues with it but i still think everything else was yeah. good. One enough. of those three issues in in one sentence. Um, so Fietro and yep. um, the uh, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, her as a like not being treated as kind of like a, a villain towards the end, which they might right. rectify, but I'm not sure yet. And then um, what the was bunny. the other one? What what was it? The bunny. The bunny. Oh yeah, that's a minor. That's a minor one. That one okay. wasn't huge. I don't remember what the other one was right now, but I'll, I'll think back. The on vision it and her not being in love thing. Oh yes, oh, this, that was yeah, it. The, yeah, the right. Yeah, the relationship. So those things. All were... Right, Hooch, what about you, buddy? Uh, I I loved every minute of it from the very first episode. I knew this was was going to be a slow draw, and I was in and on board the whole way. I don't need it to be this big grand spectacle that we had for. Endgame or and um uh Infinity War, what mm. I what I got what I wanted out of it, which was a nice little encased in, in enclosed story that had some outreaching moments to other things within the MCU, some connectivity, but really it was just kind of like a self-contained story about a couple of characters in this entire universe. I want to see more of that. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm with you in the sense that. I really enjoyed this entire series. And I think what they've done with a TV series of six hours 
is incredible. I cannot remember the last time I was counting down the days to watch a show. Mm-hmm. And last week I was so worried that I was going to leave feeling like Hebrew, like really disappointed with so much left unsaid because I'm like, man, there's only two hours of this show left in this last episode. Like how are they going to wrap all this up? My expectations and hopes for this episode were so massive for the scale that they were going to hit, mm-hmm. especially with things like Bettany and the way that he talked about like special <laughs> effects and whatnot. Yeah. And the fact that I had all of that, now don't get me wrong, when I when I opened the episode and I saw 45 minutes, I went, no, they're going <laughs> to fuck it up. It's going to be too much. They can't do it in this time frame. There is no way I'm going to leave this episode feeling satisfied in 45 minutes with yeah. everything they've got to wrap up. Are you kidding me? So the fact that I left that last episode thinking, okay, it didn't do everything that you know my brain cooked up in theory crafting over the last month on this podcast, but it did more than enough to make me go, do you know what? If this is what Disney Plus is, just for the Disney series, they've got my subscription from here on out. Like, let alone Mandalorian and all the other shit I know that they're doing. If this is the caliber, you know, as a baseline, I'm I'm 100% in. I'm really loving where where Marvel is headed, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think the the next, like, now that we kind of can gauge what they're planning to do for these, yeah, I think it's... um, we look at them as we're self-contained stories. I think we'll be happier knowing that yeah, it, I, it's not going to be grand theories that are going to happen in, and play out in these shows, which makes yeah. sense because then you kind of have to watch those shows. Like they kind of always expect people to watch the movies, but the shows are kind of optional, you know? Mm. So I, yeah. I suppose it makes sense that they wouldn't have huge things happen there. I, oh, think, I, I disagree. I think you're going to have to watch everything and they know do. it. Like I, I think yeah. you're going to go in and like some of the piece of the information um, I think Marvel's going to do it well enough that people who don't want to watch the TV series are going to be fine going into the movies. But we'll be like, oh, I know what that is. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like people who read the comics. Like, oh, oh I know what you're doing here. Oh, and let's be real. The fan service and some of the deep cuts from like obscure references from some comics is pretty great. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really loving the nerd fan service for the diehards. But... It's so accessible. Like my wife was hooked on this series, right? <laughs> and she likes the Marvel movies. Like she always enjoys going to watch them with me, but like she's never read a comic or anything. And dude, mm-hmm. she was hooked. Like she was with me every week sitting down on that couch, like usually before me, ready to rock and roll. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's exciting. And look, in a way, I think it's the smartest thing they've done was to really bring those last couple episodes down. Because could you imagine if they went to Endgame level or higher and you went from that to a movie, to a show about Winter Soldier and Falcon? There's no way the scope of that show is going to be the same. I think we're going to see Winter Soldier spy uh, spy crafty movie 2.0. I think that's what we're going to see uh, in two weeks. Well, it's like this one was all about kind of the mystery and the intrigue was whereas Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be more about the action and the you know camaraderie between these two and how they have to navigate the fact <clears throat> that they really don't like each other, but they had a... a mutual friend in common that they did like so and now one of them has a huge responsibility that the other one has to be like no you got to live up to it or whatever so we'll see what happens with that but i'm not expecting that same level of anticipation every week Mm -hmm. where i'm staying up late thursday nights to be able to watch it absolutely all right i think there's gonna do it boys Uh, obviously some very divided opinions out there folks on this podcast some of us loved it. Some of us didn't love it as much. What do you guys think? Tell us over on discord.me forward slash A&R. 
Uh, make sure you leave those ratings and reviews over on Apple. And also, if you really, really like what we're putting out there, uh, make sure to visit the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks, Hebrew. Yep, no problem. Thanks, Hooch. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>